Hey guys, Tyler here. So this is uh, something I thought would be kind of fun to do. Uh, we both, Gables and I, did our top 10 list for games of the year. Um, and I think we did a really good job uh, this um, past year, I guess, now 2020 and 2021 now. Happy New Year's, by the way. Um, but we spent, I thought we did, we were pretty precise on the, how we spent um, our time on the other games. But we both really took a deep dive in why... Uh, number one, the number ones were our number ones for the year of 2020. Um, and I thought we did a really good job and I figured for maybe people that, um, don't want to sit down and listen to nearly two hours of podcast about, uh, our personal top 10 list, but maybe you want to, um, you know, hear about why this game was our number one and we can spend a good chunk of time and spoil alerts for, um, these games, especially for mine here for number, my number one last was part two. Um, but I already posted Gable's part for uh, Persona 5 Royal, his number one, and I thought it'd be fun to post my part where I'd go real deep dive into uh, Last of Us Part 2 and why it's my number one. And, um, you know, hope you guys enjoy this. Um, but I did really fast want to run through my top 10 list before I got to that part. Um, I did the same thing for Gable's, so if you want to go listen to Gable's part, do that, please. And then also give us a big thumbs up or five stars, whatever. But my number 10 was Street Rage 4. My number 9 was Resident Evil 3. Number 8 was Doom Eternal. Number 7 was Ghost of Tsushima. Number 6 was Battletoads. Number 5 was Hades. Number 4 number four was Miles Morales, sorry. Number 3, A Short Hike. Number 2, Final Fantasy VII uh, Remake. And number 1, Last of Us Part II. Um, really hope you guys enjoyed this. Let us know if you did, please. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. And we'll be back shortly with a normal episode. Love you guys. Bye. Moving on to my number one. Uh, it's the last great game that will ever be put out. Fast and Furious Crossroads. Let's talk about it, Gables. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, joking. <laughs> Obviously, it's uh, Last of Us Part 2 is my number one game okay. of 2020. Um, to me, personally, this is uh, the greatest story ever told in video games. I think maybe possibly all of entertainment. Um, where for me, like full spoiler for this game, uh, at this point, I mean, it's, it's the end of the year game has been out the, the story for this game has been out since April, the game came out in June. Um, you know, like the anger that Ellie felt and that, that revenge to her that she was basically going on, um, throughout the first half of that game. Um, I felt those emotions. Like I was all aboard that. Like I was angry i was pissed and i was like for you know for abby and her gang of friends all killing joel and it's just like i wanted to murder every single one of them and i took joy in killing them all um at that point and it's just like the way they i think the way they did the twist um was great like and i i admit when i once I, I got to Abby, like you, you get to that part, um, we get to the, like basically in the second, the first half with Ellie and it's like, you're, you know, it's like, you know, you go through day one, day two, day three, Seattle. And it's like, you get to like that mid, that mid, where you, where you get to the switch and it's like day one, Seattle. And you're like, huh? And like, okay. Like, oh, I'm, I'm playing this Abby now. Okay. Whatever. And it's like, you think you're just going to like, you're getting like, fly through that part. Like I'm thinking I'm almost done with the game at that point. And then to realize, Oh no, I'm playing this whole game again from her perspective. And I remember like, I'm like, I know what you're doing and I, I'm not on board. I'm not, I'm not going to, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me to, 
to, to walk a mile in Abby's shoe and see what she's going through. And like, I'm like, it's not going to work. And it's just like, I remember where it, where it clicked for me, where it's like, I was like, I was slowly like, okay, like my anger for her, my hatred was fading. And I remember what broke for me was like, there's a part in, uh, I think it's in day two, um, in Seattle with Abby, we had to cross this bridge at the top of like, uh, these like two towers basically. And, um, like she's like, you know, she's jacked fucking killing people with their bare hands. Um, you know, this whole time never shows fear. And finally for the first time, like you see her as like, you know, as a, a person, as a character, you see like her emotions other than just anger and like, you know, hatred. And it's like, you see, um, like, you know, she's like scared for her life. She hates, she's like deathly afraid of heights. And it's like, you're climbing across this like makeshift, um, bridge that they, that, the um, what's the, the bad guys in the game that whistle, um, Seraphites. Seraphites, Yeah. Um, when you're like, you, they build this bridge and it's just like rinky dink. It's barely holding on. And like, you're going across it with Lev and it's just like her going through that. And you're going through the motion too, especially for me. Like I'm also scared of heights. Like I, I hate heights. Like I don't even like, I don't even, I won't even climb ladders. And it's like, I'm fucking scared and I'm not, I'm just moving her forward. And it's just like you're going through those emotions with her, and you see, and like, like I think it's where it's like that—that's where it changed for me. Where it's like, and you get on like, okay, I like Abby. Like, okay, I'm on board. And it's like going through that whole part where it's like, you know, Ellie is on this path, going on this revenge tour, and like killing everybody that killed Joel. And it's like Abby, like who is basically dedicated her whole life of getting revenge, and you know that was her life, and destroyed pretty much never really had a real, like a real, like, yeah, they, these people were her friends, but they were, you know, she didn't really have a real, real emotional connection with these people. Like, are like, she kind of like, you know, burned bridges away with them where like, they just, they didn't click. There was a lot of, they just did not mesh well, a lot of fighting and anger. Cause she just was so dedicated to like, you know, Joel killed her dad. So now she wants, I'm going to kill him. And then basically Ellie, uh, Abby killed Ellie's dad and it's like going through this like all right now like you know Abby's she spent her whole childhood and adult life on this quest for revenge and got it and now she's dealing with the fact where it's like what now like I've dedicated my entire life to this and it's like how do I deal with that and move on and like going through like not agreeing with you know like the wolves and like the group she's in and um going through and like meeting like you have the Seraphites and like you have like they're the, these bad people and they are bad people, but like she meets like Lev and it's like totally like where she's um, transgender and um, you know, like she's outcasted and like her, they want to kill her because she, you know, she's like identifies as someone else and, and it's against their ways. And it's just this whole story where it's like you, you have these, you know, preconceived, um, notions about people and it's just like how like walking a mile you know like i said walking a mile in their shoe and like spending time with them it's like no they're they're not who you think they are and it's like no like i totally get that like i understand where ellie's coming from i understand where like i definitely understood the, that first half where like where ellie's coming from i felt that same way and like i definitely but then it's like i you know as you see it's like joel like now the whole part of of last is part one it's like it really plays off 
uh, of that where i mean obviously as it should where it's like joel talked about he was he's not a good person he did a lot of shitty things he did a lot of bad things and it's like that that came back to bite him and like that was like you can't make part two without dealing with you know the ramifications of the end of part one and you know um i had a lot of problems at first where it's like i wanted that adventure with joel and ellie and like i was fucking crushed when i realized this isn't the joel and ellie adventure that i was looking forward to you know yeah i wasn't getting that um but just you know how like the whole thing is set up the whole narrative like with the pearl jam song um future days and it's like um at the beginning when joel plays on the uh plays on the guitar um if you know the future day song it's like if i were to ever lose you i truly lose myself and like that's the whole narrative thread to all this whole game where it's like everything is built on that that one line um you know it's like every time uh ellie will find a guitar in the game as you're as you're going through and she when she's by herself she plays she can't finish the the chord she can't finish that part because and like she'll have flashbacks to like going back to like you that kind of fills in the gaps of like what happened to them in that in the in between part one and two and it's like all these great moments they had together of like building on that family daughter uh, or the father daughter relationship and then like why they didn't talk anymore like what happened why didn't why aren't, why aren't they you know what, what happened to the relationship why are they you know for years they stopped talking and it's like literally the day before he died after years of not talking is the day that like ellie's like i want to try again with you and like want to have a like you know like you're essentially my dad i want to have that um that relationship back in my with you in my life and it's like when you at the end of the game when you realize like the last time i talked was them you know fixing the uh, fixing the relationship and trying to get back to where they were and it's like after years of not talking it's just crushing because you don't realize that throughout like throughout the game you don't realize like like you know, like you learn in the game. Like, okay, they were they had a falling out, but you just thought that like, you know, they fixed it. They're fine now. But it's like, no, they come find out for years they just didn't talk or they would barely speak to each other or look at each other because Ellie was so mad at him. And it's like now it's like literally the 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 day the night before it's like she tries to make amends and you know it's just it's crushing. And then like the end of the game after you, you you play through Abby and like you get, you know, she escapes all this and then like she gets captured and then uh, it cuts back. And so you have this false ending with Ellie and uh, her girlfriend and, you know, she has the kid um, with uh, Je- uh, what's his name? Jesse, I want to say. Um, yeah. And, you know, now they're living on this beautiful farm. They're living. It's like they have the, they have the fence. It's just everything that, you know, you can want for her it's like you're like and you're like you're so happy for her it's like oh my god she's like you know she 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 made it she got out you know jesse uh he's gone it's sad you know but they're like living this um the picture perfect life where it's like you know they have they have the kid uh some time has passed you know that they're together and but she can't let it go she can't let the fact that like abby's still out there go and like at the, you know they had that big fight um um before all that and it's kind of one and two and Ab, uh, they like Abby almost kills her Ellie almost kills her then Abby almost kills her and then it's like basically Abby's like you know could have killed her and then she's like if I ever see your face again you're fucking dead and lets her live and then like you know Ellie can't let it go and she goes back to try to find Abby and kill her and it's like she finds ends up you know finding Abby 
uh, hung up, uh, you know, on the, after you know, she's been captured and basically been a slave for these, this group of people for months at this point. And she's just skin and bones. Uh, you know, she went from being jacked, uh, to just, I mean, literally bones at this point and having that final fight, losing her, uh, two of her fingers. And, you know, like she, she has a chance to kill Abby and she just can't do it. And, deal with all that. It's like me, like sitting there in that fight where you're fighting as Ellie trying to kill Abby. It's just like, it's, it's like a whole counterpoint where in the first fight you're playing as Abby trying to, uh, kill Ellie. And now you're vice versa where it's like, you don't want to do these things, but you're doing them. And it's just like, I remember like at one point where like, I like, you're like, you can, you're, you're drowning Abby. And like, you had to like keep pressing, I think the square button. It's like, I just like go to the button. I'm like, I don't know if this is a choice or not. So I just want to see what happens. And like, Abby kills you and start the whole like, okay, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. And it's like, you do it. It's like, it puts you in a, in a, um, feeling where like games don't do that to you where it's like, you, you, where it's like, you know, you have, uh, option B or option or option A, option B or option, maybe even option C. And it's like this game where it's like, it's going to put you in a lot of uncomfortable things. You like, they build these characters that you end up loving and now they're fighting and like killing each other. And it's like, you don't want to do it, but they're making you do it. Like you're definitely on a path that like, this is what you're doing. And it's just, you know, the story and like, we're telling you the story, um, which I like better. I, I would much rather had this than the option to pick one or the other. Um, and then just the end of the game where, um, she goes back to the farm after leaving and she lost her two fingers and, um, her girlfriend, and the kid are gone. And, um, she goes, she picks up the last part. She picks up the guitar and she goes to play the, the note, the, if I were to lose you, I truly lose myself. And because she lost her finger, she can't play the note. And that's where it ends. And it just completely ripped my fucking heart out. Where it's just like, I mean, like I said, that, that, that line is the narrative thread to this whole story. But it's like, really is. Like, you know, Joel's saying it to her, thinking like, if I were to ever lose Ellie, like I lose, lose, like basically like when he lost his daughter, he lost himself until basically Ellie came around. And, um, you know, now it's like, Ellie actually lost Joel and she lost herself. And like that whole, um, thread that everything weight came together. I remember like, um, my, with, you know, talking to my, my, uh, girlfriend at the time, now ex, and, um, I was telling her about it and she's like, you know, she kept asking me, are you having fun with this game? And I was just like, cause she, she only saw me play the bits and pieces of it. And like, I'm not having fun, but it's just like, I'm utterly addicted to this game. I, I want to know more, more about the story. And just like, I remember after the, uh, the, after I beat the game and I was telling her about the, that ending and she maybe watched me play a grand total of three, four hours of this 25 hour game. And she didn't see any of the last half of that game. She's pretty much everything she saw was, um, she saw the first little bit up to like right before Joel died and a little bit of Ellie's part. And, and I explained the whole story to her and I was like, I was going through it. And I told her the end, that part about she can't play the guitar and by the time I was done telling the story, she was crying in tears. Like that's how I'm like, just me telling, giving her like the five minute synopsis of the story, uh, like broke her. And it's just like going through this whole 20 plus hour campaign. Um, you know, it's like last is part one was just a constant sense of, of dread. I talked about, it's a game. I didn't know I ever wanted to play, play again because it was just everything about that part. Everything about that game was just, dreadful and i didn't i wasn't enjoying it but i, I just the story was great the characters were great it was that same thing where it's like i didn't want to put it down but i didn't want to 
I was so every scene had me nervous. Like I remember t- um, thinking about the time talking about the time where it's like it reminded me of like watching like Game of Thrones back in its heyday, where it's like at any moment moment in time they could just kill off a major character like in any scene like literally and they can kill several main characters that they've built the show around for years and like we'll just make five new characters and that'll be just as good and it's like i mean every like every scene a character i loved would be and i'm just like oh like yes they're on the screen i love this character but oh my god they can die at like any moment that's how i felt about this game where i was like at any moment like um any character can die and yeah i this game is to me, like one of, like I said, I, I think it's the greatest story ever told in games. Um, there's definitely more fun games out there. There's, you know, there's definitely better play uh, gameplay games out there. But I think as a package in itself, as a story, as a, a amalgamation of characters, um, in like the gameplay, I mean, it's still, I think it's good. It's really, really good. Um, but. I mean, probably one of, like, to me, it's one of the greatest games of all time I've ever played. And it's, to me, it's like, I have, like, PTSD now every time I hear Pearl Jam because of this fucking game. Like, no joke. <laughs> every time I, it's not even just future days. Fucking even flow can come on and I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I just have, like, nom flashbacks of playing through this. You fucking, can't listen I just to gotta, Pearl Jam without feeling depressed. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> God damn it. I gotta just pull over now and, like. I was like, I was like, I was at work driving in my truck, and fucking uh, Jeremy pops, comes on from Pearl Jam. I'm like, all right, I gotta pull over here and just take take a couple minutes here, get my wits about me. All right, like it's just, you know, I feel like it's like now I know how my dog feels that whenever like someone rings the doorbell and he just freaks out. That's just me now. Whenever I help fucking Pearl Jam, it's just like, oh my god, we're all gonna die. <laughs> uh, that's the way I feel now. Um, yeah, uh, my number one. Last was part two with a bullet. Um, it's the greatest game I think of all time, probably. Uh, I really have. I need to sit down and think about it. We're gonna have to think about it because we're gonna have to, we're gonna do a game of generation podcast here in the future. That's fairly true. But it's like I think Final Fan- Final Fantasy Seven is the most fun game I've played this year. But uh, Last of Us Part Two is the best game I've ever played, probably. Once I sit down and think about it right now, it's, it's, it's number one, but yeah, that is our uh, top 10 list uh, Gables and our listeners. 